most people will not jump onto a sinking ship. Think about the ideas behind those words and think about the actual like implication there of people jumping onto a ship that is sinking. No, people jump off of a sinking ship and this is intentional because the ship is sinking. <laughs> and this was one of one of my favorite things that came out of reading a book called Simply Strategic Volunteers. It was based around bringing people into Uh, volunteer positions for organizations, but it applies to business in so many ways. So I use this when I was working with volunteers and man, the, the level of imagery and the level of reality that is wrapped up in this statement is so true. And A lot of times in business settings, when we are selling our own business, when we are marketing ourselves, we try to get people to join from a point of desperation. Mm -hmm. And it's like, hold on, help me, help me bail water, help me right the ship, help me keep it from sinking. Um, That's why I need your help. And I would assume that we all have people that we've talked to where you have conversations with them and everything is a sinking ship. Everything in their life is a sinking ship. And these people talk and they may have something that you really would want to buy, but you don't want what it is that they're selling because of them. Entrepreneurs shouldn't be stuck. It's unnecessary. It's frustrating. And unfortunately, it's where most of us end up landing. Your business should serve you, your dreams, and the future you set out to create. So let's destroy the myth that you have to work 60, 80, or 120 hours a week in order to make your dreams a reality. I'm Jay. And I'm India. This is the Marketing Breakthrough Podcast. Let's Let's get get to it. it. I love this topic specifically for the idea of hiring. It's January. It's a slow season for a lot of businesses out there. And a lot of the time that we we will hear as we're talking to business owners is I can't hire enough people. I cannot seem to find enough people. And our response is always, okay, well, how are you talking about your internal team experience? How are you talking about that? What does that look like? Are you, are you posting about it on social media? Are you making it sound like it's this party and it's awesome? Or you're like, or are you responding with, Oh, I mean, we just, we need more people. Hey, I'll hire anybody. I'm looking to train, hire anybody. Like, and it's not that that's bad. I'm not saying that if you've done this, you've made this big, horrible mistake that you can never come back from. Like, that's not what I mean. What I mean is that if you come at it with this perspective of working here is a party, working here is amazing. We have this awesome fun, our awesome time working together and we get to get together once a month for drinks and food and just great community. And we've built such solid relationships and collaborating to get collaborating together is a lot of fun. If you're portraying your business internally as that, who doesn't want to join? That is definitely not a sinking ship. Absolutely. So think of it in the sense of those businesses that people want to be a part of. Mm -hmm. And a while back, I mean, uh, we'll go back a few years to where people were talking about the experience of working at Google, places like Google or Facebook, where it was a fun environment. Ping and, pong tables and Nerf gun wars. Exactly. Like there's there's a level of fun to it. There's a level of intrigue. There's a level of desire to be there. Um, these places would start providing lunch. Now, now there's deeper psychology behind this, that they're actually just not wanting you to leave. So in, <laughs> in some ways, there is a level of manipulation to it. So 
you can you can read into it as much as you want, or you can let that analogy break down a little bit. But what we really want to focus on here is that you want your business, when it comes to hiring as the example, you want your business to be a place where people are drawn to, not where people have to go. Mm-hmm. And one of the ideas is that of like a now hiring sign. A now hiring sign kind of puts out there that we will take anybody. Mm-hmm. Now, you could be hi- you could be looking for people. We have conversations a lot with clients and then with people that are uh, asking us for help and they're just doing um, like some clarifying work on trying to figure out what it looks like to build their business needing team members and they're having a hard time finding people. Well, what if you created an environment that people wanted to be in instead of an environment where people wanted to be out? So when I, when I say this, like you've got now hiring, we'll take anybody. But what if your business didn't necessarily wasn't in a spot where it needed to, and this is, this is yours out. So dream with me. But if your business was in a spot where you had a backlog, a wait list of people that wanted to join your team and you had a limited number of spots available and you couldn't really facilitate the desires that all of them had, but you had people that wanted to work for you. Now, a great example of this is a local bike shop where I worked and that was my first job. I got a job there at uh, 15 and a half and the owner always said, and he, he told me was, when you're 16, come back and you'll have a job. When you're 16, come back and you'll have a job. And I was the kid that was 12, 13, 14 years old and I would ride my bike there after school every single day to see what was new every single day. Nothing <laughs> changed. There wasn't anything different. Um, I just took up space and you know I didn't have money every single day. It was just something to do. It was somewhere to go. Like I felt like these people were were my family. And if you've grown up in a skate park environment or grown up um, on bikes and you understand that, that culture, the skateboard shop, snowboard shop, bike shop, it's, it's a fun, a fun culture and fun dynamic like that. All of that coming back to, I wanted to be there Mm -hmm. and bike shops, skateboard shops, snowboard shops, sometimes music shops have similar environments where there are like kids basically lining up to work there. And if you can identify the right kids that are like, oh, hey, this is, this is a responsible kid. They've got their head on their shoulders. They're teachable. They're coachable. And that's exactly what I was. They mm-hmm. saw that I was going to be willing to work. And, and I did exactly that. So I still see that for this same business is that there is a backlog of younger kids kids that really want a job there. And then you get into even, you know, people in their twenties, thirties that really want a job because it's a fun environment. Mm -hmm. Okay. I want to talk for a second about one of my favorite places for employees to work at. And the reason that it's my favorite, and maybe you'll laugh at me is because of the environment in which they've created. And that place is mod pizza, (laughs) mod pizza, mod pizza, mod pizza for the win. Am I obsessed with Mod Pizza? No, I mean, I like it. It's great. But that's not my point. The reason that Mod Pizza is killing it is because you go in there and you see these employees and they're not anything special to look at. They're people, maybe they're college age, maybe they're high school age. That sounds offensive. But I just mean, you're... 
No one is pretending that this is a lifelong career. Okay. This is a means to an end. They're solving a problem. They're in there. They're covered in tattoos or they're, I mean, not that that's bad. It's just, we grew up in an environment where you weren't supposed to have tattoos. And if you got hired at the local Dairy Queen, this was a career and you should expect it to expect to treat it as such. Whereas Mod Pizza, they know it's not. No one is fooling themselves and they're not expecting their employees to pretend like, where do you see yourself in 10 years? I'll be working at Mod Pizza. No, they're there for a job for a time and they're going to leave as soon as they can find something better and dive into where they really want to be. I mean, hey, if you're a manager of Mod Pizza and you really love your job, that's great. Go for it. But I'm saying when it comes to those employees, the reason that that is so successful is that it's not a sinking ship. No one is trying to look a certain way and pretend that it's more than it actually is. And all those people, all those employees, and you walk in, they're having a great time. They're listening to loud music. It's just this whatever chill environment. They're there to do a job and they're kind to the customers as they come in. And that's why I like it. And I want to say that we'll we'll keep going because it's not all about hiring. This whole episode isn't, the conversation isn't entirely rooted in hiring. But the reason that India brings that up is because it's it's a, a recruitment by excitement is mm-hmm. what I would call it. Is you go into Mod Pizza and when India, I, I jokingly said it sounds offensive, but what she was saying wasn't actually, you know, the physical appearance of these people, but it's just the, you know, you, you're not walking in there and expecting somebody with a PhD to be serving you pizza. Like you're expecting, (laughs) you get exactly what you expect is it's a pizza joint. It's super fun. Mm -hmm. These people are upbeat, they're energetic. And I've known people to work at mod pizza that just love their job. Mm -hmm. And it's not being sold as like, you have to be super professional to be here. It's it's right up there with that of Dutch bros. Like you pull mm-hmm. up and you're like, well, this is a party. Like they've got strobe lights and fog machines <laughs> and like, hey, can I get you coffee? And you're like, is that what we get here? Okay. Like right on. That's kind of coffee. Uh, <laughs> it's coffee in like liquid candy bar form. It, yeah. It's, it's like a candy bar in a cup. As, mm-hmm. Yeah. One of my friends one, once put it and I was like, that's a perfect description of Dutch bros. Um, but the whole idea to this episode is you've got the hiring, yes. You've also got that of people wanting to hire you and your business mm-hmm. to do a service. And so how are you portraying yourself? And do people want to jump onto your ship? Is your ship sinking or are you interesting? And are you fun to be around? Mm-hmm. Look at it this way. You have a positive or a negative approach. When you're talking about your business, are you talking to someone, maybe a customer walks in, maybe it's a retail space. Let's just throw that out there. Customer walks in and they say, hey, how's it going? And you as the owner respond with, oh, well, it's been kind of hard recently. We're really trying to make rent. It's just been really challenging. I'm sure hoping that we can just make something happen over the next few weeks. And then it's just awkward silence. You're like, all right, okay. there. Okay, I'm gonna go get <laughs> something, and I'm gonna leave. Yeah, no, it's just it's awkward. I'm gonna right? run out to my car okay. and see if I have something to else. Do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there, that's the negative approach, and then you have the positive approach that says, "Hey, we're doing we're doing pretty good, or we're hanging in there. We got this awesome sale coming up. We're we're really looking forward to it. We're very hopeful that it's gonna be successful." Would you mind telling your friends, bringing them over? We're really, really excited. We've got this and this and this happening, yada, yada, yada. If you come at it with a positive approach, 
that, I mean, as a customer, your reaction is going to be like, oh yeah, I want to support that. I believe in you. I love what you're doing. I love taking care of my community. I'm going to be there versus I'm going to go hide in my car when it's negative. It's just, it makes people uncomfortable. So when we're talking about nobody wants to join a sinking ship, the way that you talk about your business, regardless of how drained and exhausted you might be, really does affect the long-term impact on your community. Yeah. And so the way that you communicate this, I had firsthand experience with this. I was in a record store and I love, I'll call it tangible music. I love, so CDs, um, that's kind of the, the era that I grew up in, but I, I do enjoy records. And so I enjoy going through and the artwork of albums. And unfortunately, I think album artwork is something that's kind of overlooked now. Like we have we have CarPlay and we have Android Auto and stuff that, that display these images, but you don't get to see the detail. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't get to see the level of depth and the level of involvement that an artist had to create this. And I was in a record store and they have just, I mean, an incredible selection of CDs and records and even cassettes. And and I was talking to the guy. I'd never been in there before. They'd been, I think they'd been in that location for over five years. And I, I walked up and I said, wow, this is a really cool store. And the response was, no joke. Well, if only more people would come in here. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, that and he was still ringing me up, so I didn't know exactly how to respond. And I laughed because it was so horribly awkward. It was really awkward. <laughs> and then I said, "Well, yeah, I've just never been in here. Well, people just don't think about us." <laughs> okay. Well, there's probably something that could be done about that. Like mm-hmm. you could probably take some action. Like I'm in the area. Like you're not on social media. You don't always have to be on social media, but I mean, if you're trying to appeal to younger generations, you need to be on social media. Let's, let's just be honest here. And it was really interesting to me. It was very negative. I have not been in there since. And I would go back. Um, it's, it's a cool store, but he was so negative. It made me so uncomfortable. And he was, he was drained. Let's, mm-hmm. let's be honest and call it what it is. It's not that he was setting out to make a negative impression. He was overwhelmed and he was drained. He was defeated. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of how we get with our, within our businesses is we start working on all of this marketing. We really want to succeed and we see this vision and half the time, which we'll talk about next week, um, but half the time it's our messaging. Our messaging is off. And so that's why people aren't joining in, which messaging plays into so many things, whether it's Mm -hmm. a sinking ship mentality, um, maybe you're overly excited and you're scaring people, or they just (laughs) come off as fake. I've never done Um, that. or, or maybe it's just, it's not appealing to your ideal customer. Mm-hmm. Like you really want it to, or you're thinking it does, which is where you bring in outside perspective. So, Sometimes your offer can be t- just bad or yeah. too broad as well. Yeah. And so we don't, we're not going to give you too much insight and information <laughs> here because next week will be all about bad offers. So we'll talk about that a little bit more, but here's what can happen is you get into a spot where either your, your ship is sinking you get into a spot where you're too desperate. Um, you really you start you start 
begging for work or talking about, like India mentioned, you've got the positive and the negative and, and you're speaking from the negative of, man, like I always have this problem and I'm always in this. Okay, well, you've got to do something to fix that. Mm-hmm. And there are certain certain artists that I just haven't been able to utilize in the sense of like, I can't, I couldn't connect you with a client. I can't connect you because I don't really trust. Um, like we have a whole list built out of, of subcontractors that we will recommend people, uh, I guess not subcontractors so much, but independent artists within the marketing space and creative companies that we will recommend because we don't offer that work. So if somebody needs graphic design, if somebody needs social media management, if somebody needs real estate photos, we have people to connect our clients with. And there are certain clients that I just can't connect with artists, with companies, because I don't trust the way that that interaction will take place. Mm -hmm. And so uh, it's a tough place to be because ultimately you just don't want to come across as too desperate, Mm -hmm. right? It's a good reminder that when you're in an environment, I mean, especially me, because th- uh, this speaks to my soul. I'm I'm a very, very open, honest person to a fault. And it, it's it's hard for me to not just lay it all out there and say, okay, this is, it's not going so good, or I'm really struggling in this area. But there's a time and a place for that. And I've learned, thank goodness, over the years, that social media, especially when you're advertising your business on in on that platform, is not the best place for that. It's not always ideal to just throw it all out there for just anyone to see because your your audience can see and it can taint the vision that you're trying to cast. It can taint your future, really. So making sure that you have a community, for me, that was really important. Finding a community of people that I could talk to, to have relationship with, for when times were tough because they were, they are, I mean, they get to be that way. And, and it's challenging when you don't have somebody that you can talk to, to just deal with these things and then formulate a plan, come up with solutions, find some ideas. And so if you have that environment, then you can go and talk about those struggling ship sinking type situations with them. And then when you're talking about your business, and you're marketing yourself. And I, I, I'm not just saying marketing in the sense of like, oh, I'm putting out a mailer. Oh, I'm doing my website. I'm saying just in everyday conversation, when you're marketing yourself and your business, making sure that that is coming across as positive as possible because nobody wants to join a sinking ship. Yeah. I mean, most people, most people won't jump on a sinking ship. Maybe somebody will, but I don't really know how... I would have to question the the stability of this person if they are jumping on a sinking ship. So you kind of have to wonder about some people, right? (laughs) But, (laughs) um, but all of that, I think it comes back to how are you portraying yourself? And I am a hundred percent for authenticity. The thing to remember about authenticity is there is a time and a place, not everything that is going on with your authentic self or your authentic business needs to be communicated. Mm -hmm. Um, It doesn't always need to be said and spoken. There are things that you can keep to yourself. Every customer, every client that walks through the door doesn't necessarily need to know about all the things that you're struggling with. They don't need to know about all the the lows that you're experiencing, right? Those are the people that you put your best foot forward. You get to know them on a real level as their clients, as you're working with them and as you're having conversation with them. But 
they don't need to know as their first time in there, like, ah, yeah, this business used to be a whole lot better than it is now. Um, or people used to support us and they don't anymore. And then you watch people like slowly inch and back away and exit through the door. So what we're getting at is try to, as you're in the brand new year and you are looking at what it looks like to grow and to expand, Try to communicate from that point of hope. Try to communicate from that point of excitement. If you are looking for new team members, man, talk about the excitement of working within your culture. Create, Work on creating a culture. This is a long-term thing that if you want to create a culture where people rave about you, I know businesses that do this really well, and people will talk about their experiences of of the way that this business takes care of the family of the way that they do parties and celebrations and the way that they talk about their employees and the way that they uh, interact with their employees and their team on social media and the way that it's just a stellar environment. So I tell you advocate from a point of excitement of energy of focus. This mm-hmm. is where we're going. Do you want to get on the train? Cause the train is going, the train is going to reach, reach its destination And we're looking for people that want to jump on the train too. Um, If you're interested in being a part of this, uh, this is where we're heading. I want you to join us. Marketing Breakthrough is a community of entrepreneurs with a vision of creating meaningful, sustainable businesses that allow freedom, fun, and adventure in their lives. Time is the only resource you can't get more of. So we believe in finding a way to achieve our entrepreneurial dreams with freedom in mind. We've designed this resource hub of tools, tricks, and techniques to grow your business and live the life that you set out to create.